Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley, and I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we have got such an important topic today, and one that we don't talk a lot about, and that's grieving a friend. And, you know, it's really come up since your brother's death. It's been 40 years, and I've actually had a friend of his get in touch with me on the internet, and I had not heard from John for 40 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said, hey, it's 40 years since Scott passed away. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then he started um, doing memories and he sent me a picture. And I said, who is this? Is it you, John? And he said, yes. So that was kind of a thrill that people do remember because you forget about how important friends are, don't you, Heidi? Well, yes. And we haven't had enough shows like this. And Scott had so many good friends. And they, it has really impacted them over a lifetime. And I think this loss is very minimized. So we are going to talk today with Jonas, who I love is bringing awareness to this important, important loss. You know, our friends are our chosen families. And Jonas lost her very best friend to cancer at age 19. And she is the author and illustrator of Ham's Big Adventure. It is such a fabulous book. The graphics are amazing. And it's a book written to help children cope with loss. So welcome to our show, Jonas. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. You lost your friend. And where were you? Tell us the circumstances around it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we were friends from middle school all the way until I was in college. Um, he had to stay in our hometown with his family, taking care of him. Um, and I went off to college about five hours away. So we we had a schedule where once a week we would video chat and catch up with each other. And at a certain point, he was too weak to do that. So we kind of switched to messaging. And then at some point, um, his family reached out to me and, and told me that it was time. So I drove back and I um, went to his house where he was in hospice. Uh, Tidewell was taking care of him and I had to say my goodbyes. So it sounds like, Jonas, you were in college. When Jamie yes. died, I was in college when my brother Scott died. And, you know, I felt that, that was a minimized loss because first of all, none of my friends could relate. Secondly, sibling loss is sent, tends to be minimized, but I think friend loss is even more minimized. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. Did you feel like you got support from your college friends or did you feel like you didn't really get the support? Um, I mean, I was lucky that a lot of my friends were actually, they knew him. Because uh -huh. I involved him as much in as much as I possibly could. Um, yeah. I still would try to bring him to any events I could as long as he was able to get there. Uh, I was the queen of folding up his wheelchair and getting it in my car. And wow. so I tried to take him around as much as I could. So a lot of them did know him um, oh, and they were really there for me. My family, he was he was like a brother to me. So my parents were grieving just as much as I was. Um, so that was good. But I mean, it comes to with classes and stuff, they're a lot less forgiving than if I had lost a family member. I still had to turn in my homework. I still had to go take tests. How old were you when Jamie died? We were both 19. Okay. 
So yeah, he was that's... actually 10 days younger than me. He had cancer. Yes. Cancer on his brainstem. Wow. When did he find out? Uh, when we were juniors, he, found oh, wow. out. he got his diagnosis in uh, high school. So you saw him through a lot. Yeah. He actually lived a lot longer than the doctors originally said he would. Um, he didn't, he, he got months initially, um, and he ended up living for two years cause he was, he was a heck of a fighter. <laughs> mm -hmm. I heard a lot of my brother's friends and I'm sure that a lot of your friends and you felt the same way that they said, this is the first really significant loss that we've ever had. And we've never known someone our own age that has died. Yeah. Yeah. It, it hit me really hard because again, we were the exact same age. I feel like, mm -hmm. you know, my grandparents had passed at that point, but it it's a little bit different because they had yeah. lived a full life mm -hmm. and they had lived a satisfying life. And because he had so much time between when he was diagnosed and told, you know, days are limited. And when he actually passed, I just had to watch him try to fit in as many life events as he could because he yeah. wanted to live his life. So he was doing, he was getting tattoos wildly. He got married. Like he was trying to fit in. Wow. As, as good because I love this. He, he was fast tracking it because he knew he, was, he only he had was a fast tracking time. It. And that was really hard to watch because he didn't yeah. get to take his time with his life. Mm -hmm. and he didn't get to live it. What do you think is unique about losing a friend? Um, I mean, like you were kind of saying at the beginning, it's, it's chosen family. Um, mm -hmm. he was the only one that I felt like I could talk to like earnestly for years. So my parents are a different kind of support system, mm -hmm. like friends know everything. And so, I mean, we, we helped each other up through so many mental issues and mental struggles throughout school, friendships, relationships, all of that. And I mean, he, he was my best friend. Like I, it, it hits harder. Cause I feel like it's so deep that it, it does feel like family. What has helped you and what has not been helpful? Using creative outlets have helped me a lot. So my book, my illustrations, um, I'm actually growing out my hair for the second time. I've been trying to donate it in his name. I love it. Um, and I actually got a tattoo dedicated to him as well. So kind of it. doing things in his honor has helped a lot. Um, and just trying to keep like goodwill because he was one of the most amazing people I've ever met. Even at his sickest, he would volunteer in hospitals and go talk to other kids with cancer. Um, he wanted to be a math teacher. He would, you know, for Easter, he would dress up as the Easter bunny and go say hi to kids. Like he was genuinely one of the most amazing humans. And so I try to keep his goodwill going by doing as much good as I can and trying to put the good that I think he would have done out into the world. So I think that's kind of helped a lot to keep his memory alive through like art and through goodwill. Um, well, and is Ham's Big Adventure part of his journey? Yeah, um, Ham is actually based on him. So okay. I made the character in his likeness and his name is Hammy or Ham because I used to call my friend Hammy. Um, so it was like based on a nickname, I cut it down to Ham and he was made to look like my friend after he had had his first surgery because mm -hmm. when we used to be in the mall, and he had his eye patch on because they didn't want one eye to become more dominant. Um, kids would run up to us and be like, oh my God, it's a pirate. <laughs> and he would play along. So <laughs> that's kind of how I got my little space pirate. Um, and his entire thing was about love and letting friends know, like at the end of a conversation, you know, I love you. Um, that was his whole thing the whole time, which ended up being very painfully topical, but 
um at least I knew where I stood with him he knew where I stood um because we we told each other all the time how much we meant to each other you know it's it's interesting hearing you talk about him because um I know that people talk about working with children who have cancer and young adults how mm -hmm. and, and even older people have told me that if you knew you were going to die it, it really changes your tra trajectory and how you behave yeah. and you don't worry about a, a lot of the things that other people worry about in fact I there was a famous movie I remember seeing it was a documentary when I was in nursing school about a man who was in his 20s and found out that he was going to die and then he you know um some medication came out or something I don't remember why but he was able to be cured and he mm -hmm. said that he wished he could recapture the feeling he had when he knew he was going to die mm -hmm. that there was a uh, an importance and immediacy about life mm -hmm. uh, you know an energy I it sounds like you felt that being around him absolutely yeah yeah I mean ever since I've been trying to make it a point too to live my life as much as I possibly can because I don't want to have to panic last minute and try to fit in as much as I can so I every opportunity I have I try to travel I try to experience new things I try to meet new people and I, I mean I try to have a little bit of mercy for people as well because I don't know what they're going through and um, I I know that you know he put a lot of goodwill out and he was really understanding really really kind so I try to keep that energy <laughs> so what do you think your biggest challenges are connected with him and in your life and how did he impact that yeah I, I think one of my biggest challenges is every time something good happens he's the first person I still want to tell mm -hmm. and he's not there um I know that his family left up his Facebook and I, I go back and I read the messages all the time uh the last messages we actually sent each other was letting each other know that we we love each other um but that's really hard because even still seven years after he's passed every time something good happens I want to tell him and I can't did you go to his wedding <laughs> I didn't he actually eloped <laughs> uh, he was a character yeah he he was a fun guy I mean when he started losing his hair he turned it into a purple mohawk I so love it he took every it. opportunity to make fun out of tough situations what advice would you have to somebody that has had a friend die that's tough I mean I think something important is to try to keep their memory alive as much as you can um and I mean I still kind of talk to him like I said I, I always wish to there are certain times where I'm just talking to myself being like hey in case you're watching or and sometimes it does hit me as well I mean grief is a really long journey there are still times where you know I'm taking a shower and I start to cry because I just miss him and I want to see him again I mean it, it's different for everybody how you cope through it but I think the best thing you can do is you know looking back and trying to keep that memory alive because just because he's gone doesn't mean that we're not still best friends mm -hmm. oh I love that last statement it looks like you've got him on your shirt I, I do yeah I made a little I love that. I've got the book here as well just good darling <laughs> Pam's a good adventure where can they get that one of those shirts in your book uh I've got my shirt available on Redbubble and my book you can purchase through any major book carriers so you could get it through Amazon you can get it 
Target, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million. Just search up Ham's Big Adventure and it'll be under SN Jonas. I have a website for my book. It's Ham's Big Adventure. Um, so if you search that, you should find me as well. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today. And uh, you're amazing. And I think it's wonderful the way you've dealt with all this and the friendship. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, hopefully it helps somebody that, you know, listens to it and have a different perspective. Yes, Jonas, I think it will help a lot of people. Thank you for building awareness about the death of a friend. It is something that's not talked about enough. And thank you for helping people find hope after loss. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the show today. And Heidi and I always want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.